Hey guys, it's Keon, and today I want to talk about the Diaz brothers, Nick and Nate, because recently Nate fought out his last fight on his UFC contract, and although he has said that he plans to make a return to the UFC one day, I just believe the prime of his career is over, and that's why I wanted to make this video. Between Nick and Nate, which Diaz brother had the better MMA career? And I know a topic like this probably gets a lot of people upset because it's almost impossible to choose which Diaz brother is better because although they've had very similar careers they've also had very different paths as well and I'll explain more of that but I have always wondered this question especially when we consider early on when Nick Diaz was the guy and Nate was just his brother I feel like a lot of people forgot about that because of how big Nate has become over the years but early on when Nick was in his prime Nate was in the UFC and although he was finding success he was also losing fights and because of this, no one was ever taking him seriously in regards to doing something big in MMA, especially become a UFC champion. So after years with the promotion, Nate built this reputation for himself as a veteran. And when a fighter gains that reputation, it basically just means they're just like any other fighter on the roster. So it was easy to understand as to why Nate was in the shadows of his brother. Because for Nick, his first run with the UFC was awesome. He had some classic fights in there, such as that fight with Robbie Lawler. And then he also had some exciting fights outside of it, like when he went to Pride to fight Takanori Gomi. And see, that's the interesting thing about Nick Diaz, because as exciting as his run was early on in his career, it wasn't until later when he was in Strike Force when I really believe his career reached its prime. Because in Strike Force, he became the welterweight champion and he defended that belt three times. And these fights were certified classics on Nick's resume, especially that fight against Paul Daly. And even though Nick wasn't in the UFC at the time, his stock was at an all-time high, and this had many people excited for his return to the UFC to fight for the welterweight championship. And this was amazing to see because he went from cult hero to a legitimate contender in the UFC. Like, people were actually rooting for him to capture UFC gold. And although his competition at the time was very difficult, Nick was able to hang with these guys. So even though he lost to them, he was still a top-level fighter, and because of that cult following that he he built from early on in his career with his exciting fights and don't give a fuck attitude, people were still behind Nick in win or defeat. That's how strong his star power was and still is. Even today when he's showing up at UFC events not fighting, people go absolutely crazy for him. He gets the same reception that someone like a Chuck Liddell would get. But even with Nick when he wasn't in the UFC, people were still following him and supporting him. Which a lot of fighters can't say because usually when a fighter leaves the UFC, their careers tend to decline afterwards because they're no longer fighting at the world's biggest stage. But for Nick, he didn't need the world's biggest stage. He could fight on any stage he wanted to and people were still going to watch. That's how you know his following was top level. And honestly, I think it could have gotten even bigger had that entire weed suspension never happened. Nick got suspended for five years due to marijuana, which was insane at the time when it happened and is still insane when we talk about it today, especially when we consider all the fighters who openly talk about smoking cannabis. Five years for repeated weed offenses compared to fighters who were actually taking PEDs was one of the most insane decisions that I've ever seen in MMA. And honestly, that really derailed Nick's career because even though that suspension got reduced, his fine got reduced, you could feel that Nick's energy was no longer in it because think about how demotivating that would be to put your life into something and 
for it to be taken away simply because of marijuana. And even though everything got better, he was allowed to fight now, it was just too little too late. Because at this point, Nick was in his prime. And sadly, because of this entire fiasco, we missed a lot of that. Who knows what could have happened? Maybe he would have went on another run and actually captured the UFC belt. But in my opinion, what would have been more likely to happen was he would have continued fighting, he would have lost fights here and there, but his star power would have grew even greater than what it is today, which is still very huge. But I'm talking about popularity in the mainstream. Because when I say Nick became a cult hero for many in MMA, that's strictly an MMA. And yes, although his popularity transcended to the mainstream, it wasn't as great as it could have been had he not been suspended. It could have gotten to the levels that his brother Nate reached, because that's what Nate did. He not only developed that cult following like his brother, but he also became one of the UFC's biggest stars. When you think about the big names in the UFC, you think about Conor McGregor, and then right after that, I would say Nate Diaz. Those are probably two of the most recognizable names in MMA at the moment. So for Nate to get to that point is very impressive, and it goes to show that he transcended into the mainstream. The guy was doing interviews on big-time TV shows. He was getting more media appearances, and that all happened after that upset win over Conor McGregor at UFC 196. Because before that, like I said, Nate was labeled as a veteran, a guy who wasn't anything special, and for the rest of his career, that's what it seemed like it was going to be. And because of that, no one was really going to care, especially the UFC. He was a good name to have around, not only because people know him over the years, but also because he was Nick Diaz's younger brother. A lot of Nate's support early on came from Nick's popularity. So you can only imagine how difficult it must have been for Nate to be in that position and for him to try to figure out a way to get out of his brother's shadows. And luckily for him, he kept going because he finally got that big moment to shine. Because like I said, after that win against Connor, he blew up big time. It was a massive win and it was like he became a star overnight, even though he was with the UFC for years. And yes, it was years of hard work for Nate, both highs and lows, but it was just that one win with Connor that really changed everything from zero to 100. And the thing is, Nick never had that moment. He never had that huge win that catapulted him to even greater heights. Because look, his second run in the UFC, he went one and three with one no contest in five fights. And yes, as much as people were still supporting him through this time, he was basically going to remain at that same high level for the remainder of his career without that big win. But for Nate, not only did he get that big win, but I also think he maximized the most out of it in terms of opportunities for himself and setting up other big time fights. And that's very impressive, especially when we consider all the drama that he had not only inside of the cage, but also outside of it with the UFC. And because of that, there were times where he wasn't fighting for years in between fights. But even with all that, he was still a big time name and people were not forgetting about him because he did so well in keeping himself in the mix, whether he was fighting or not. And even though aspirations for him to become a UFC champion were still not great for Nate Diaz after those two Connor fights, it didn't really matter. And in my opinion, I think Nate did a great job in using this situation to develop his own brand. And that's the BMF brand, a fighter who doesn't necessarily care what the decision is. Obviously, Nate wants to win, but I feel like especially near the end of his career, he didn't put too much stock into, I got to win this fight. I got to get to a title and become a champion. Because I feel like Nate realized with or without a belt, he was still a massive star. And because of this, he ran with it and developed this image where you're going to tune into my fights, not only because you like who I am as a person, 
person and how real I am as a person because win or lose, I put on entertaining fights and you're going to have a good time watching it. And I think that's where Nate's career contrasts from Nick's because Nick always had the goal of I need to become a champion. I need to be the best in the world. And that's the way to prove it. While Nate didn't really necessarily have that. And I think Nate really realized that he can still create a successful career for himself, win or lose by seeing what his brother went through. Because even though Nick wasn't winning fights at the tail end of his career, people still loved him. So I feel like Nate saw that and was like, I could be like this too. What's the point of worrying about winning or losing fights if people are always going to support? And in a way, I feel like that mindset took off a lot of pressure on Nate because he didn't have to worry about, I need to win. I need to progress. I need to climb the ladder. He just focused on doing his best and people loved that enough. And because of it, he was able to not really stress about where his career was going to go. He was always going to be Nate Diaz. And that I don't care attitude really resonated with people, whether it was with Nate or Nick. But I feel like Nate brought it to another level. And because of it, he became an even bigger star, which is very impressive to say, because like I said, for the longest time, Nate was in his brother's shadows and it didn't really seem like he was ever going to get out of it. But he decided to be real and to speak up and also won the right fights at the right time. And like I said, with those wins, he made the most out of it. After the Connor win, he built his name recognition even more and then got that rematch against Connor. And then after that win against Anthony Pettis, he set up that fight with Jorge Masvidal for the BMF belt. Like these are huge moments in MMA history and Nate was able to get it done due to his star power. And it's sad because I believe Nick could have got it done too had he continued fighting in his prime and not got suspended for marijuana. But as a brother, he must be happy to see what Nate was able to do and in a way kind of carry out what Nick wanted to do in his career. And that's what I wanted to say in this video. Yes, you can say Nick had the better MMA career because he reached greater heights in terms of rankings and accomplishments. You could say he was the better fighter than his brother because he actually had more success as an MMA fighter in terms of records and the run that Nick went on. Like at one point, Nick was on an 11 fight win streak while Nate's longest win streak was five wins. But even though Nate was unable to find that success like his brother, he found it in different ways. And because of it, he became an even bigger star. He didn't have to go on long win streaks or try to fight for the belt because he's done that before. He fought for the lightweight championship. And even though that was the prime of Nate's career at that point, it still did not get him the recognition that he got once he beat Connor and just became a money fighter, a guy who would take any fight that was in front of him, regardless of what the result was going to be. Because even in a matchup where Nate was the underdog, he was still always going to be a threat due to how tough he was. And a prime example of that was his fight with Leon Edwards. So although the Diaz brothers both had very similar careers in terms of the love and respect that they received from their fan base, they've also had very different paths as Nick chose the route to become the best fighter in the world while Nate chose the route to become one of the biggest names. And for that, I can't really say which guy did it better. I think both guys did things that they also wanted to do. But overall, you can't deny that both of these careers are very successful. So honestly, it's really hard for me to say which Diaz brother had the better career in MMA, especially now because I feel like there's a lot of recency bias as Nate is more popular at this point compared to his brother Nick. Regardless of who you pick, we can't deny that the Diaz brothers made a huge impact on MMA. But what do you think? Did Nick Diaz have the better MMA career or would you say his brother Nate found more success? But that's a lot for now, so I'll see you in my next one.